People say all the time that account-based marketing is like fishing with spears instead of fishing with a net. Really, without getting into the whole fishing analogy, I think it's a good opportunity to jump straight in and see what is account-based marketing and why it can drive impact in your business. Here we go. This is episode 13, Account-Based Marketing Unpacked. Account-Based Marketing, why are people speaking about it in B2B circles? In its essence, it makes sense if you are going after a really high ticket, high value client to give them the most love and the most attention possible because their business or their deal can make huge difference to your monthly recurring revenue and of course your annual recurring revenue. And if you're a VC backed startup person or people or sweet listening in to this podcast, you will understand that those board meetings from your VC backers come around pretty quickly. And once the momentum of the funding rounds wears off, the narrative of new hires and content and doing great things will only get you so far. Really, what they'll ask is, what's your sales pipeline looking like? Or what's your marketing pipeline looking like? So that's why people make decisions to jump towards account-based marketing. The reason is if you give those high ticket, high value accounts the most personalized touch points, it can impact your board meetings, it can impact your commercial revenue, your MRR and your ARR, which keeps investors happy, makes your business grow and allows you to start getting into a scaling mentality. And it's different because it flips the traditional marketing model on its head the one that most of us start our careers learning about and that's really that net fishing analogy versus the spear fishing analogy and really nets and spears what they mean is you catch a lot more or potentially can catch a lot more prospects with a net but when you look at it and you actually understand the level of detail that you're putting into those campaigns, you soon realize you have to be safe with your messaging. And safe means generic, general, universal messaging, which often misses the point and goes over that ICP or prospect's head. So if you can put your net away for a second and you can get your spear, yes, of course, initial feeling maybe you've totally shortened or made your lead pool a lot more shallow but if you've done your account based targeting you're almost shortlist or your wish list or your hit list of high value accounts and set your stall out about personalizing your marketing activity towards them your chances of converting are a lot higher think about it if you see specific bespoke targeted messaging from you that clearly suggests that that marketing and sales team have spent time understanding your pains and are identifying exactly how they can solve those pains with their product and make your day easier. Wouldn't you at least want to say, yes, thanks very much for (laughs) reaching out to me and taking the time and maybe even be willing to get in a, a meeting or a phone call? If you're saying yes, then that's why account based marketing works. So, Elevator pitch for ABM completed. If you are interested and you think it may be the route for you, 
Great. Now you need to know a little bit more about the three ways that you can set out your stall and go about your account-based marketing or ABM strategy or rollout. There's three ways you can do it. There's the one-to-one model, there's the one-to-a-few model, and then there's the one-to-many model. And I'll take you through them really, really quickly. So the one-to-one model is also known in terms as strategic account-based marketing. And as you probably guessed from the name, it's about focusing your team on the largest high-profile strategic ticket accounts. So this may lead to highly personalized customization of your marketing playbook, your tactics, the content and collateral and materials that you use to go about communicating your messaging and your product or service with your account, your one account. And then in terms of the metrics piece on this, on the one-to-one ABM side of things, most metrics are specified at account level. Generally, the price or the cost of these campaigns relative to the account can be pretty high due to the level of customization that you have to put into them. So maybe not so scalable when you first look at it across other accounts. It's really just one campaign for one account and you have to be okay with that before you go down to the one-to-one model it may be a bit pricey the metrics may only be about this actual account but the payoff can be really 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 positive for your business because you've done the research you've went out with your customized campaign and you've paid off you've closed and you've got your enterprise level ticket um, the board is happy and your pipeline is growing so the one-to-one abm approach is definitely impactful And that's kind of what it looks like from a top level down. Second approach of the ABM routes is the one to a few ABM. And you probably hear this. It sounds like a Coke ad or a Sprite ad, but it's that ABM account-based marketing light approach. And this style usually involves targeting a selection of accounts in a vertical simultaneously at the one time. And the reason you may do this is because those accounts share lots of different similar characteristics, needs, problems, challenges. So they, they may have a catch-all or a variety of catch-all uh, characteristics that makes uh, an approach easier to push an account-based light campaign to a few. So the one to a few ABM may be impactful for you, but it all depends on who you're targeting and if they look alike. If they look alike, brilliant. It may save you some time, some cash, and you may get better metrics on it. If they don't, probably one-to-one is for you. Generally, typically this will be chosen for teams that are smaller, that maybe are lacking in resource, that you can't afford to hedge all your bets and just go for one. But the different cadences of different businesses will dictate which of these you pick. So that specifically is the one to a few model, which is the next level up. Uh, you can call it ABM light as well, but it may be a route that you want to consider for your business. The third route for ABM can be defined as the one to many approach. And you may have seen this before in marketing circles without realizing that it was an account based marketing tactic and it's programmatic. So you hear, you've heard of programmatic advertising in search engine marketing and digital marketing circles and I'm certain of it. The reason that the one-to-many approach can implement this is because it pulls in the use of marketing technology 
Um, in my experience, I've always used an agency for programmatic advertising and generally in B2C circles. But I have networks and I have friends and colleagues that do use programmatic and B2B circles quite a lot um, to some good results, some not, but definitely have tried it at least. The main reason that you may want to tip your hat towards the one-to-many programmatic side of uh, the account-based routes is simply scale. Programmatic offers you an approach that's scalable at a much larger level than the previous two approaches that we've chatted about just there. Now, you have to factor in it may not cost as much per account, but it still involves targeting accounts that share common traits and challenges. Like it could be a selection of accounts from one industry that are similar in size and how they look and think, which allows you to create that content specifically for that type of account. So it's nearly not the one-to-one approach, but you're creating factors and fragments of accounts and creating a general shape that you can go after these accounts at a large scale level and really from this perspective you'd have to say it is actually a far more targeted approach than maybe the traditional marketing approach of just you know scattergun and creating that kind of safe generic content to go and you know get out there and cast your net and try and catch as many prospects and hit and hope really so the marketing tech um in my experience does give you really clear reporting and it does help you um, in shorter time get to a scalable network of people that are based on your accounts. Um, one for you if you got a little bit of cash to spend and you know a lot about your ICP. Definitely uh, should research that a little bit. So this far in the podcast we've looked uh, broadly at what ABM is, why it's different to traditional marketing. Uh, we've looked at the three ways are the three routes that you can go about when you're bringing that to uh, from the drawing board to real life campaign um, hitting the ground running so if you're bought and you're sold into going abm there's a couple of steps that you should know in terms of implementing the account-based marketing strategy really well it's a good framework that you can use and what we're going to do is rattle through the points now just so you can get an idea of the five important things to factor in when you're implementing an account-based marketing strategy. And really quickly, the first thing you need to do is get your team aligned. You have to get everybody in the same room and pull on the data and the information within the company to say, is this the right approach that we wanna do to achieve our commercial goals? If yes, then green light, everybody's on board and it's gonna be an easier process than going it alone. Step two, identify and research those target enterprise high-level accounts. You need a clear picture of who your ICP is and the context to any successful account-based marketing approach is really good homework. You have to build a dossier. It can be in a Google Doc, it can be on a notepad, but the main important thing is that you go and find out what your target accounts eat for breakfast. Find out where they engage online, where they hang out, what pisses them off in work, what they like about work, the problems, challenges, interests that they have. Get it all on a document and then you'll get a real essence of who you are going to out to market to. It really informs your go-to-market with the account-based style. 
So step two, identify and research those target high profile accounts. Step three, this is a space and step that a lot of marketers will be comfortable in and some people even are crazy enough to think that this step is fun. It is the create relevant content step. So the personalized, customized content for those accounts. So really, in short, you've done your homework. You know what these people look like. You know what they're interested in. You know where they are. You know how to get to them. They're your roots. Then you have to build stuff <laughs> simply to, to push your messaging and your product or service and your offering and your differentiators. You have to push that to them and show them how. That's the content. So there's lots and lots and lots of different content marketing strategies that you can do and use and channels, but it will all be defined by your step two, homework and research. So your content stage is step three. Then step four, really, really simple, is execution time. You need to put your message in front of your ICP or your prospects. Set simple time-bound campaign times to check in with your commercial and marketing and sales team to see how your campaign is going. Create a cadence to your campaign, when you're gonna reach out to people, when you're gonna let things lie, if you're gonna push multi-touch campaigns together at the same day or the same week, get it all down in a calendar in content. A lot of people use an editorial calendar. There are simple frameworks and simple documents that you can use to plan your uh, account-based campaign. You don't have to overly add tech, you can't. There's some pretty cool softwares out there um, that pull calendars into boards, like Trello, that kind of thing, offer a lot of planning uh, documents. But really, if you're trying ABM for the first time, keep it simple. Uh, a simple planner to execute your ABM campaign is a good step for. And then number five, it wouldn't be the untapped marketing podcast without bringing in metrics. So measure the results. I'll say no more. Figure out what your North Stars are on a campaign basis and really, really uh, nail your colors uh, to the wall with them and be driven by your uh, metrics. So step five, measure the results of your strategy. So it's pretty cool and exciting if you're considering bringing account-based marketing into your marketing team's playbook or your strategy. Um, it's a really great way to go out there, learn about your customers, which is what marketing is all about, really, when you think about it, and then finding the best route to market, the best repeatable route to market that can go and get you those high-ticket sales meetings, and then your sales team can do the job and it can close effectively. And to leave it on this one, the reason ABM and account-based marketing is all over marketing communities, circles, blogs, the internet, wherever you look, is really simple. Account-based marketing, it helps you structure your efforts or your sales and marketing team and measure and get the best out of your resources on the key accounts that will really impact your MRR your ARR and get you into scaling and uh, skyrocketing your growth metrics for your company. So why wouldn't you use it? That approach, it won't just alone maximize the efficiency of your B2B marketing resources and your team and everything that goes with it, but it'll help you build, and this is the most important bit, the correct communication channels to your prospects, how to engage and speak with them. Because at the end of the day, if you know what people want if you have a product that helps them find a need it's just about getting in the door so account-based marketing will give you that solution 
and will give you a route to get in the door and start to show people how your product can do the business for them. The rest then is easy as it's a, but uh, hopefully that makes sense to you and uh, you enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening to the Untapped Marketing Podcast with me, your host, Daniel Murray. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give a rating, or of course, tell a friend. Any of those things help the podcast grow. Thanks for listening. See you next week in episode 14.